Hey, good morning, everyone. Um, my friend Kate from California is hopping on. She's a flight attendant with me. I'm so excited to chat with her. We went to flight attendant training together, and that was um, how long ago? It was <laughs> drawing a blank. 2000, we graduated in 2005 from class. So we left the day after Christmas 2004. So it's been about 16 years. And so excited to talk to her. Kate, are you on? I'm on. Yay! <laughs> you know what's funny? I came in when you were saying we left for training the day after Christmas 2004. That's how I always say when people are like, oh, how long have you been flying? And I'm like, well, we left for training the day after Christmas of 04. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Crazy how long it's been. It goes by fast. And you were what, 22? I think so, or 23. I'm trying to remember. What about you? Same? I was 23. Okay. Because I know we were... We got our roommates based on our birthday. So you were a little bit older than me. My birthday is November. When's yours? September. And I think you and Steph were, what, a couple weeks apart? Uh-huh. So I think I just turned 23. Because okay, you're yeah. born in 81, right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I had just turned 23. Yeah. Who was your roommate? Shannon Hyatt. Oh, have you seen her lately? You know, she... Um, Basically, after we got off probation, she just worked her way up in the company. And I think she went from being a flight attendant after six months to being a in-flight initial trainer to then being head initial trainer to then being a Houston-based manager to a Dallas-based manager. And last I heard, she was Dallas-based manager, but then she quit a couple years ago um, I, I, I'm not really sure why she left the company, but, um, oh, okay. wow. Um, she really worked her way up. That's she cool. did. And when I, when I found out that she would trade bases and I would have ground time in those cities where she was, um, a manager, I would always try to pop in and see her. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So what has been going on? Oh my goodness. It's been so long. Life that flies by. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, let's start from the beginning. Like, what did you do after high school? And then we'll go from there. Where did you grow up? In in uh, Missouri is what I'm So I was born in Iowa, raised okay. in Arkansas from when I was one until I was 12, and then, and then finished middle school and high school in Kansas City, and then went to school at Mizzou uh, in college and graduated in 03. And then I just waited tables and um, worked as a concierge for a little bit because I had gotten my degree in travel and tourism, ah. and which was kind of a waste of money because <laughs> September 11th hit when we were, you know, in college mm -hmm. and the travel industry, you know, went, went downhill. So I think, yeah. but my best friend's mom that I grew up with was a flight attendant for TWA in the 60s and 70s. And she had encouraged me to be a flight attendant. So Oh, that's cool. So did you um, just randomly see on, you know, a website an opening or did, were you kind of put applying to different airlines? You know, I honestly can't remember. <laughs> I mean, this is the point when my parents would give me the Sunday ads that had w jobs, you know, uh -huh. 
that we would look through back. I, you know, always, and, I know. I was like, I graduated college, but none of these jobs have anything to do with, you know, something. What I want to do. <laughs> yeah. It was like, everything was like accountant or <laughs> engineer or, you know, something. But I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and they wanted you to have experience too. And it's like, well, I've been in college. I know. I know. Like five years experience. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, what do I do now? Yeah. Where did you go to college? I was in Virginia at William and Mary. So it's near Norfolk. It's in Williamsburg. Um, is yeah, it a private so, college? No, everybody thinks it is, but it's actually public. It was about three hours from my house. So I didn't, from Lynchburg, I didn't go all back home too much, you know, but it was still, it wasn't a flight away or anything like that, you know, so it was still easy. Is that where you met Chad? No, he, um, he's from Bedford, which is like 15 minutes away from my town. And, um, we met through friends that were dating and, um, he says, well, we both thought each other were cute when we would meet, but I guess it just never lined up. But he says he met me at my first job, which was the movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, so then after college, I was waiting on, I was working at J. Crew call center and waiting on the Southwest class date. And um, he, (laughs) uh, we met at a party and we just, I was like, I'm gonna have his babies, you know, type of thing. And here we are 20 years later, and you have his babies. I know, and you came to the wedding, which was so fun. Um, But it's definitely hard to get to my hometown, isn't it? (laughs) Well, between you and Rainy, because going to West Texas to go to Rainy's wedding, yeah, it was just like, Like, but it was fun. No wonder you guys don't work a lot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Do you not work a lot? Um, I'm trying to do more part-time, um, you know, with the commute and everything, you know, so yeah, trying to, you know, not work as much. It's hard these days though, you know, nobody wants to pick up anything. So, (laughs) Are you still Baltimore based? Yes. So yeah. And what you're California, like LA based? I'm Oakland. I've been Oakland for, I think this December, it'll be 12 years, which. Oh my gosh. Were you? I never. We were in Chicago together, right? Yeah, we were in Chicago together. I was there until December of 08. And then I stepped in a pothole of ice water in the streets of downtown Chicago. And I said, screw this. I'm out. (laughs) City life is hard. When you grow up in the suburbs in the Midwest, I mean, probably the same in Virginia. And you're used to the easiness of it and then you move to the city and you don't have a dishwasher and you don't have laundry in unit and you fly for a living and Mm -hmm. you're not home every day and you want to come home and then just do a little laundry and repack your bag and go back out and you just you can't do that it's not easy so um so you were living downtown yes I did three years in downtown Chicago and then um my best friend from high school and that I also went to college with had moved out to California with her husband uh-huh. And they were living in the Bay Area. And I'd been out to visit a lot. And we just went hiking and hung out. And the weather was much better. And they were like, hey, why don't you come try the Oakland base? And so I did. And, and you, Do you love it? Um, You know, I have a love-hate relationship with the Bay Area. It's the, the cost of living is makes me want to vomit every day. <laughs> uh-huh. 
but um, I love how much there is to do. Yeah. I never really realized I was an outdoorsy person until I had moved out here. <laughs> oh, that's great. Cause there's so many hikes and I don't know. Yeah. Kayaking. I mean, you can go to the beach, you can go to the mountains and you can be to all those things within an hour or two. So it's, it's great. Um, That's why I I love living here too, I guess, because we're both on in states that border the ocean, you know? So it's like, we can do, we do lake stuff, mountain stuff, ocean stuff, you know, it's easy to get to. Yeah. I haven't spent much time in North Carolina, but I mean, I, I don't know why I chose to go west instead of east. I was actually talking to the guy I was flying with yesterday about this. I said, when I decided to leave Chicago, I'm not really sure if it's because I had the comfort of a friend in in mm-hmm. California to go to, but like I was always intrigued by the East Coast too. Yeah. Well, definitely whenever you feel like visiting, you're always welcome, but I'm so hard to get to, <laughs> but you know, you're always welcome and I would love oh, Thank you. Have you? Yeah. Um, so are you living in Oakland or do you live outside of Oakland? So my boyfriend and I actually just bought a house in, um, a suburb outside of, so my ex has, my ex husband grew up in a community there and that's where I've kind of been in and out of while we were together. And then while, um, since the divorce and my boyfriend and I decided we wanted to buy a house, but we got priced out of every area that's close to where my Andrew started uh, private school for kindergarten mm-hmm. this past oh. week. And it's in a community that is incredibly expensive. And mm-hmm. so I needed to stay as close to there, you know, obviously for school and for activity reasons. And mm-hmm. I just found myself, I kept having, we just kept getting priced out. So we're now three suburbs outside of where Andrew goes to school. But I mean, it is what it is. It works. Yeah. It doesn't work, but it is what it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you love your house? Are you excited about that? I do. But um, what you can get for a million dollars isn't much. And, you know, we there's it, there's a lot of work to be done on it. That is wild. Um, and time and money, you know. That's it's, why I can never leave where I live. <laughs> no. And, you know. That's the conversation that Chris and I have, my boyfriend and I have, is after the kids are out of the house and gone, like, where are we going to go where our money will go further, but we still have all the outdoorsy stuff that we mm-hmm. love to do. Yeah. Come on to Virginia, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, or North Carolina. I love it there, too. Um, but, yeah, so I'm trying to think of what else. So your son started kindergarten that's exciting but emotional right (laughs) it was but it was a little because um of covid i couldn't like get out of the car with him and walk him to you know his his classroom or anything so i think that that helped and then he's been in preschool since he was two Mm -hmm. so So it's not change yeah but i mean you still it's your baby going off to start their next 12 years of schooling you know so Oh, I know. How did Lucy and Luke do? They are doing great. Um, they last year they got to go, which is, you know, shocking to most people, but we got lucky. And um their day, like their time changes a little bit, like they're in school an hour longer and their classes are more full this year, but I don't know what's gonna happen with the rest of the year. I just feel like Things are getting a little crazy, you know, again. So I don't know. But so far, so good. Does he like, does Andrew like his teacher and his 
class and all that? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really, he talks about Legos, Aww. you know, and a lot of poop talk, oh you my know, God. so yes. it's, it's, he's a boy. So <laughs> I don't, you know, we talk about it, but he has very few words. So I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're happy. That's all I really care about. Yeah. He sounds a lot like Luke because he loved Legos for so long. And then the poop talk <laughs> that hasn't ended. <laughs> So. It's just a boy. And I think it's funny. I mean, granted, because of what we do for a living, I find bathroom humor incredibly funny. Yes. But not everybody does. Yeah, we deal with it on a regular basis. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Someone spilled coffee in the jetway the other day and the ops agent didn't want to clean it up. She wanted to call the Port of Oakland to clean it up. And I was like, you know what? I'll just clean it up. I said, this is way easier than the stuff that I have done Yeah, <laughs> in it the lavatories over the years. Yeah. <laughs> so um, have you guys, did y'all take any trips this summer or were they kind of local day trips around in California? For spring break, we took the kids to um, Avila Beach, which is down by San Luis Obispo. And there's this really cool website and I'm sure it's probably out in Virginia too, but it's called Hip Camp. Mm-hmm. And what people do is they either rent tent sites or they have trailer hookups, or they actually have a structure on their land that you can rent. Ooh. Um, so we rented this, it was called the Gnome, what was it called? The Gnome Home? Gnome Shack? Something or other. It was two miles from the beach in Avila Beach, and it had a 1970s retro trailer on it. Oh, cool. And it was by a stream, and then it had an outdoor kitchen and an outdoor shower and a compostable toilet. And so we were like, well, with, you know, little kid, my son's five and my boyfriend's daughter is 14. And we wanted some of the comforts of home without completely roughing it with kids. Mm -hmm. So um, we rented this and it turned out great. It was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, then in June, we went to uh, Colorado Springs and we rafted the Royal Gorge and then did the train ride on it. That's so cool. And then hiked a little bit. Oh, man. I love Colorado. That I definitely Didn't you guys just go to Garden of the Gods? No. um, But I did go there when I I lived there for a summer in college. Um, So I love Colorado. We went all around the state to different cities and do different hikes and stuff. Um, But we we went to Zion. You might be thinking about that picture. Um, Zion National Park, which was awesome. In Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to go there, but I thought it was going to be too hot in the summertime. Yeah, it was super hot. Um, Chad was making fun of me because I bought another backpack and I filled it with like eight bottles of water. And then I couldn't carry it because it was so heavy. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm prepared. And like, you know, I felt good about being a mom. Like my kids aren't going to, you know, die on the trail or whatever. Dehydration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it worked out, but it was hot. But yeah, we, we decided we're going to try to just, even though, you know, non-rubbing in the summer sounds crazy, but I'm like, we got to do it now that they're in school. That's the only time, you know, I don't want to pull, pull them out of school for a trip that you may or may not happen because you can't get on the plane, you know? So <laughs> I was like, we just have to start trying to do that once a year, I guess, just you know, being flexible about where we go and stuff like that. I think we want to do California maybe next year. I was like thinking about the Pacific Coast Highway and, you know, doing things there. So I'll 
definitely be chatting to you with you about that. <laughs> if it oh, Absolutely. I can give you some good stuff. Although I'm with kids, it's a little different because I'm trying to get Andrew to hike, but after half an hour, he starts complaining mm-hmm. that his legs hurt and his feet hurt. Yeah. He's bored. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be a little bit older. Yeah. But no, my boyfriend and I hike all over. So I can definitely give you some tips oh, on where to go and what to do. Where'd you guys fly into to go to Zion, Vegas? We did. Yeah. A flight attendant told me about that. And I was thinking Phoenix or Salt Lake, but the West Rim was only two and a half hours, the Grand Canyon. Um, we did that too on the same trip. So that's kind of why we picked Vegas. And then Zion was only two and a half hours from Vegas too. So it was kind of a good hub point, I guess, to be in Vegas and do a couple different day trips. So it worked out. Um, yeah, I was glad that we made it there and back. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Especially with the way the flights were this summer. Oh my goodness. I have not, I've been so lucky I haven't gotten messed with, but um, yeah, <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did, do you like AMs or PMs or both? I don't really like either. Um, I do whatever I need to do to go to work and make money and then come home. Yeah. Well, I, um, I used to love that commutables because, you know, I, because of my drive, I thought I don't like driving in the dark, you know, so I was like, commutables are perfect, but there's not a lot lately. So I've been kind of just pick choosing what days, you know, and then whatever trip looks the best. Um, so, yeah. Have you been to Bozeman, Montana? I just went there this week. I, I saw your pictures on Facebook. <laughs> you, know, I, um, you know, my custody schedule with my son really limits what I can do, unfortunately. So um, I'm really stuck to just the days that I don't have him, I work and yeah. I try to make the most, excuse me, <clears throat> I try to make the most money while I'm there mm-hmm. and then also not kill myself. You know, with how exhausting it is. Yeah. So I like this week I did the last two weeks I've done a commutable and it it is really nice to be able to get stuff done on a Monday morning, um, work out and then go to work. And then I got home in time to get him from school yesterday. And then, you know, I go on about my mom life when I'm home. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, do you typically work like three days a week or... Three or four, depending on when I have my, so I, the, the schedule that I have, I have my son every other Saturday. So, um, if I can, I'll try to work mm-hmm. and pick up, but I mean, during COVID there wasn't anything extra to pick up. Right. Yeah. Well, that, I know that had to be a little bit tricky for everybody, you know? Um, so our, let's see what else do you do a food bag? I do. Yeah. What do you I only eat out of my food bag? Where do you go? Do you go to Trader Joe's or do you go? Where, where do you go and what do you like to bring? Well, I cook. So um, basically, I just bring leftovers from what I've cooked during the week when I've been home. And then I do um, usually yogurt, um, egg sandwiches in the, bre- in the morning for breakfast, and then just hummus and carrots. I mean, it gets really old, right? Mm hmm. But it's well, also better healthy. than $40 a day eating out in right. airports and hotels. Yes. Yes. Well, that sounds like a, a good food bag. 
<laughs> I need you to pack for me. <laughs> you know, I, I've thought about starting a meal prep business for people. Yeah. That would be, <laughs> let me know if you do. I don't know how that would work. With I know. I don't know how I'd get it to Virginia, but yeah. <laughs> maybe just for local, um, for people in your base or something. That would be cool. Well, did you go out in Bozeman and find some great restaurants? Well, um, we tried. Um, we, I'm going to next time I go there, but um, one of the girls we were with wasn't feeling very well. So we had to cut the day short. Um, but yeah, the shops were really, we had got a chance to look at the shops and they were really awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, just so many unique things and it was just a cool little town. It wasn't hustle and bustle, but it was just kind of quaint, you know, and um we sat at the wine bar, so that was nice. So we were there for a few hours, and we were going to eat at this restaurant called Copper that looked really good. Um, so next time, hoping to do that. But, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. But um, you always go out on your overnights. Like, I, I'm so exhausted from mom life that mm -hmm. when I'm at work, like, it's my, it's the only time I ever get to watch TV. Oh, yeah. So, so what do you yeah, I get that. I love the hotel beds. I'm like, oh, heaven. <laughs> and everything. I have myself a bed picnic and watch Netflix. Everything's clean. You know, you don't have to worry about chores. And that's so nice, you know, until you get home, you know, and then you're like, ah. But um, so what are you watching on Netflix? Actually, I'm not watching Netflix right now. Um, do you read Leanne Moriarty? The name sounds familiar. I feel like she I did Big Little Lies, and okay. um, now she's on a Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. Oh, I did read that book. I was like, "What does that name sound familiar?" Okay, yeah. So hers, that Nine Perfect Strangers just premiered on Hulu. So I've been watching that. It's kind of weird. I not that, a lot of stuff grabs my attention. Yeah, that's actually how I felt about the book. Like I knew it was kind of like a bestseller book, but I was like. I don't know. It just maybe wasn't for me. I mean, it was okay. You know, it just wasn't like my, oh my gosh, you know, you have, but I didn't feel that way about it. But well, do um, you read a lot at work? Um, I try to, but I, I mostly read on my phone because it's, you know, always with me. It doesn't take up a lot of space in my bag. Um, so right now I just finished Golden Girl, Elon Hildebrand. I don't know if you've heard of that one. I liked that one. That was good. Um, so I don't have a book right now. I, I think I might read one called Silent Patient because my mother-in-law gave that to me. Um, what about you? Are you reading or do you like to read? I just finished um, The Paris Orphan, which was fantastic. My mom gave that to me. And then I downloaded The Paris Seamstress. I do everything from the library mm -hmm. um, and download it to my Kindle app. Nice. And so sometimes I have to wait, you know, six to eight weeks for a book. So it really just depends on what's coming through. Yeah. What's it called again? The Paris Seamstress is what okay. I just started. And the Paris Orphan was great, except for the last like six pages. I got really mad. Oh. They you know, don't you hate it when they end a book bad? Yeah. You're like, oh. not bad, but I was expecting a different ending. I was disappointed. <laughs> okay. Wow. Should I still read it though? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And that's one of my challenges this year is to, instead of doing, I've never been good at New Year's resolutions and whatnot. Um, so this year I decided that instead of doing a weight loss or a eating 
situation challenge, I decided to do, I'm going to do 40 new books and 25 oh. new hikes. Oh so, my goodness. That's a lot of books. And a but lot. I work a lot and that's all I do at work is read, uh -huh. you know? When we have a second, I'm reading. So that's basically a book a week, a little less, I guess. A little less. Yeah. Well, during COVID, I was reading a book every trip, every three days, because we weren't oh, doing, we weren't doing service. That's so good for you. Like, that's awesome. I had no idea. Like, I'm like a book every month or every three months. <laughs> I'm like a slow reader. <laughs> but... If you're not flying much, though, you don't have a lot of time on your hands with two kids. And that is really the only time I read. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome, though. And 25 hikes. So that's like two hikes a month, pretty much. That's yes. Cool. Which is, it's with, we just bought a house. And with that, it, um, we're, we used to go hiking every weekend we didn't have the kids. Oh. And now, because of the house, we're spending those weekends doing oh. house stuff. Yeah. So, and it's hot right now in California, like really hot. So it's, it's hot. We like to hike actually when it's, we actually don't mind hiking in the rain. Mm -hmm. So we like hiking like January to May and then September, October through the end of the year. Yeah. That's so cool. Aww. Are you guys, is it still smoking hot over in Virginia? Yes. I do not know the temperature today, but it feels like nineties, maybe eighties, but it feels really hot. Um, so yeah, we, um, the kids, we spent most of the summer at the pool cause they're on the swim team that helped a lot cause they were getting their, you know, exercise and we were outside, but we could be cool off in the pool, but, um, the pool's still open, but they haven't wanted to go because I think everybody's exhausted from school and, you know, I feel like we got our money's worth. So I'm kind of like, I'm good. I don't feel like putting on a bathing suit or sunscreen as much anymore. So is it a swim club pool that a membership? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just for the summer. So it doesn't have like any tennis courts or, well, it supposedly has tennis courts, but they're like very run down. Um, you can't really play tennis. On them. But um, yeah. You used to play tennis. Yeah. Yeah. I still do some. Um, I was on a league this past year um, with some ladies. We played a couple times a week. Um, I got asked to be on another league on Monday nights and I really wanted to, but I was just with all the craziness of the schedules. I was like, I don't want to limit my, I don't, I don't know what I could bid, you know, to, it would be hard. You know what I mean? With that. So I was like, I would love to be a sub, you know, so call me if you don't have anybody, you know, and if I'm home, I would love to play, but. It's so hard coordinating anything personal. <laughs> like I took tennis lessons right before COVID started because since the divorce, all I did was work and then have my son. And mm -hmm. then I was like, you know what, I'm going to start taking Sundays and I would take an hour and a half yoga class in the morning. And then I would go to tennis lessons and I had so much fun. Oh and then COVID God. hit. Yeah. You know, so, oh, oh my gosh. Well, I can't say that I'm any good, but it's, I, I had so much fun playing. I think just the best part is getting out there and playing. Like that's how I am with golf. I'm not any good, but I just love that I'm doing it. Like I'm just out there doing it. You know what I mean? And that's the saying, you know, how about tennis with you? You're just out there enjoying it. It doesn't matter, you know? So it's definitely. Good for well, golf is an expensive hobby and I, I do play, but it's just so expensive that, you know, 
Yeah. Well, you need to move out here because <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's like 18 bucks for me to play. Um, for not, Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, most golf courses are way, especially in California, it would probably be super expensive, but it's not well, too I'm not even trying to play it like a nice course. You know, Chris and I just want to go out and spend the day together. And so we'll go out and hit some balls. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I don't belong to a gym. So I, I try to play golf once a week and tell myself that's like my gym membership, you know. Um, but Do you walk the course? No. <laughs> Come on, Allison. <laughs> but it is still active. <laughs> it is. It is. That's so funny. They weren't even doing cart rentals out here. Um, the last two times Chris and I have played, we played at a, um, a course that you couldn't even rent carts because of COVID. So oh you had to walk the course. Well, at least it's not as hot out there, right? I don't know. What's the temperature? Um, today it's going to get up to 90, but I mean, there's been some 105 days here and I'm so thankful because for the last two years I've lived without air conditioning, which was miserable. Um, oh my gosh. That's crazy. So, wow. Well, how did you and your boyfriend meet? If you want to share. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was a Tinder special. <laughs> so, but let me preface by saying that. I tried going out and signing up for tennis and all these things to meet people, not on the internet, mm -hmm. but our job and my custody schedule was just not conducive to meeting anybody. Yeah. So I tried it, but I was very, very selective. And I asked lots of questions before I even went out on a date mm -hmm. um, with anybody because I wasn't just going to go out just because I was bored on a Saturday night, you know? Yeah. So um, and make it worth your time. Absolutely. And to make sure that they were also that the people that I was meeting were looking for the same thing that I was. Right. So, um, you know, we just happened to, to click and I, <laughs> but I will say that like I had on my profile, like if you're under six foot, don't even bother. <laughs> I won't be, I won't be attracted to you. You must be six foot. Cause I'm five, nine. Um, hilarious. And I come from a long line of very tall men. Yeah, you so are. I'm, nice. I'm just used to being around tall men. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how this slipped past Chris and I's emails. His profile didn't say how tall he was. But based on his pictures, I was like, okay, he, he, he's probably at least six foot. <laughs> we go on our first date and he's only an inch taller than me. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so when you wear heels, you're taller than him. Right? I don't even really wear heels anymore. Those all went out the window when Andrew was born. <laughs> right. um, True. But it took me a while. But the thing is, is our conversations were so good and our interests were so aligned that I kind of just let it. Aww. go and you know I still have insecurities about it sometimes oh. um, but I I try to it, you know height doesn't mean everything yeah. but, you know looks fade and it's and I'm very attracted to him I, but I mean but looks fade you're wanting someone that you can talk to and do yeah. things with the rest of your life right yeah, definitely oh happy for you guys so how have y'all how long have you guys been together uh, a year and eight months, okay. nine months. Cool. That's exciting. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it moved somewhat quick, but also it had to go slower because of him having a teenage daughter. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of self-esteem wrapped up in uh-huh. blending households and right and whatnot. And Andrew's at an age, I mean, he just adores Chris, but uh-huh. he's at an age where, like, the quickness won't bother him at all. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to go quick, so. Yeah. Oh, well, how, um, I was going to ask, was, was he okay with your job right away? Was that a hard thing or was that fine? So we only had two dates before COVID hit. And mm-hmm. because of all the cancellations and everything, I was around a lot more mm-hmm. during those first few months of sheltering in place because a lot of my flights were canceled. One month I traded my whole line for um, reserves. So people that commuted didn't have to have hotel rooms, you know, they could Aww. you know, fly their trip and then go home. Okay. And I wouldn't get used on reserve because no one, everybody that was coming to work was coming to work and no one was calling in sick. So um, I was home a lot more without Andrew. So Chris and I got to spend a lot more time together. I think now he's seen, you know, for the past six months or so, he's seen what it's like for me to be gone three days a week. And especially now that we've lived together for two months, mm-hmm. um, he sees what the ins and outs of the yeah. job is. Like I'm exhausted when I get home on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. I've been up usually since two o'clock in the morning. I've only flown, I've already flown a 10 hour day and here I am getting in at two 30 in the afternoon. And I still have like six more hours until Andrew goes to bed, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you got to rally and be like, you know? Yeah. I'm on mom time now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's funny. Last night I got in about five o'clock and that was after driving home, which is rare for me. Usually it's like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night by the time I get home and the kids are asleep. But yesterday, you know, I was excited to be able to be with them and see them more. And, but it was like, they wouldn't get to, they were dilly dallying. They wouldn't get to bed. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, guys, like, I'm so tired. I gotta go to bed. And then you like, I try not to be cranky. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, ah, it's yeah, it's tough. That I've been setting that boundary with Andrew on Wednesdays. Like I, I appreciate it when you're helpful on Wednesdays because mommy is so tired. And then at bedtime, like I don't screw around. I'm like, honey, I love you, but I have to go to bed. Because mm-hmm. that's what's best for me to be a good mom to you. Yeah. And I, I think he's start, it's starting to click a little bit. Aw, good. I hope. So. <laughs> what's it like being in a loving relationship with Chad? I mean, you guys are still Aww. as much in love, right? Yeah, yeah. He actually just came in the door. I think he's in the living room. I told him I was going to be on with you. I was like... Huh? Don't be, be quiet when you're walking around the house. I'm going to be in the kitchen with, on the podcast with Kate. But he actually has like a really bad ear infection. So, yeah, he's kind of – he took his antibiotics and he's going to be chilling today. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, it's great. Um, he, he never knows where I am. He's really – you know, he's kind of cool about that, like – He's just like, have fun, sweetie, when I go to work. And he really just doesn't even, (laughs) he just, you know, we talk when we can and, you know, on the road and most, I mean, most every day and FaceTime with the kids and stuff like that. But he's really go with the flow, which is nice, you know. 
Because he's like, you don't even know what days I'm working most of the time, you know, until I'm like, I'm working today, you know, stuff like that. But you guys have been together since you started. And this is before, you know, smartphones. And mm-hmm. so it just, that's just the way it was. You'd call when you got into your overnight. Yeah. There yeah. wasn't FaceTime and texting. So I think he's probably just conditioned. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's going, it's works well. So yeah. But do you guys have any trips you guys want to do in the future? Have y'all been talking about any? I think we might go up to Sun River, Oregon here in a couple weeks um, and do some hiking to just get away after all the craziness of the house. Um, I put off Italy now for two years. I was supposed to go September of 20 last year um, and then COVID hit. Um, We were going to do this year, but we bought a house instead. So um, in the fall of 2019, my girlfriend and I did um, Prague, Munich and Venice. And we went to Oktoberfest in Munich and it was so much fun. And I was hoping last year to do Italy for a couple days, like Florence area and then take the train up to Munich and do Oktoberfest again. But then, you know, that all went in the shitter. But, um, so next September we hope to get over to Italy and there's a national park in Northern Italy that we want to hike. And then if we have time, we'll just you and a girlfriend. I uh, know next it'll, it'll be me and Chris. Chris has it. Oh. Chris was in the Navy and he did traveling then, but um, he said that they always just went straight to the bar when they got into port and didn't really do much sightseeing. So he's, and he, and he's never been to Europe. So Aww, he's, I, and that was one of the first questions I asked him, you know, when we started dating was like, how are you at traveling? Uh-huh. Are you open? Can you pivot? Well, Uh because you know how so many people like have to have a plan and stick to the plan and if the plan goes wrong they get really upset (laughs) we're like you gotta be flexible (laughs) i've always traveled with my brother and my brother is someone that doesn't book a hotel room until he lands in the city Uh um he doesn't pick out restaurants he'll just find whatever and Uh then we'll just end up in whatever city we get to that day and it used to be hard for me because i think with our job and having to be on time and knowing where you're going. So you're kind of controlled mm-hmm. in how you want to be. And then when things don't go the right way, but like, I think one of the best things my brother taught me is just how to pivot and go with the flow. And mm-hmm. luckily, you know, Chris and I do that well together now. Oh, that's so great. And you and your brother are really close, right? We are. We don't travel as much together anymore, especially after having Andrew. But, um, you know, we still try to go and and do as much stuff together as possible. Yeah. Don't you have a brother? I do. He's four years older. Three? Three years older. Yeah. He lives in town. And he has two kids. And they're adorable. So, yeah. And uh, you know what? I never asked you. What happened to your dad? Oh, he passed away. I know. Eight in years. In 12? Eight years ago. Um, what year? Um, he, 2013, it was six weeks before my daughter was born. Um, so that was really hard. Um, yeah, he, um, had, um, cancer and yeah, it was just sad because he was so wonderful. You, I think you probably remember him a little bit. Um, but he was just a great great guy. Um, and so we definitely missed him a lot. And, um, but I feel his presence, you know, so 
Absolutely. Was he diagnosed? Yeah. Before? He lived with it about a year, did treatments. And um, yeah, but I think it was kind of too late, you know, when they found out anyways, you know. What kind um, of cancer was it? Prostate. Oh, yeah. So, uh. yeah, it definitely did make me feel like I do look at life differently, though. You know, before I kind of thought, you know, I'm so invincible, like I'm never going to die. You know, I mean, I knew I was going to die, but I really didn't think, you know, I didn't really believe, you know what I'm saying? When you're young, you just feel like, death is so far away, you know? <laughs> well, and I hate that I find out about it. Like, I think that I thought it was sudden because people were posting on your Facebook page. And I just have to say that I can't stand when people post about people's loss on mm -hmm. Facebook. Like the attention seeking is just, oh, it just drives me crazy. Anyways, but my dad passed away suddenly in July of 2014. Oh my and goodness. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting it. And I, I had remembered that you had just lost your dad too. And I don't know why I didn't reach out because I think we all go into kind of a selfish hole when we lose a parent. Right. Yeah. Um, so hard. But I just remember people were posting like, so sorry about your loss on my Facebook page. And I'm like, this is no place for this. Yeah. You just wanted it personal and off Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And private. Yeah. And the only people I wanted to be around was the people that like knew my dad, you know? Mm -hmm. So but then I'd been in Kansas City for a week after my dad passed away and my mom said she was going back to work. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? And she was like, go back to work because life moves on and it's hard. That had to be really hard. See, I will say because I was pregnant, you know, right before my dad died, I had off for almost a year, you know, like with the maternity and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and that probably was super helpful for, you know, grieving and stuff, which you didn't have with your dad passing, right? Because you had to go back to work. I did. But luckily, um, back then, um, when the, the time of my dad passed away, I was doing the two days back to back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I usually flew with the same group of girls and they were all pretty senior. Mm -hmm. And there were always Kansas City two days. So I, they like think the month or two after my dad passed away, they like traded me all of my two days for the Kansas city two days so that I was able to go back and, and help. And, oh, um, so good. yeah. And now I feel like I can't get a Kansas city overnight to save my life. Oh, I know it's all these new cities now, you know, <laughs> and you probably have Hawaii and stuff, right? We do, but I'm not senior enough to hold it on the days that I fly. I did fly a couple at the beginning of the month. And I will say that it was a nice break because it's people are happy to be going on vacation mm -hmm. and people bored quickly. And it, it, it was a nice break from doing mainland, you know, bump yeah. and grind traffic. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to do Hawaii and on vacation and hop around the islands because we did um, Oahu. I guess that's right, right? Honolulu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I've never done the other little islands, which I hear are really cool. I had 19 hours in Kauai last week and I will, I wanted it to just relax, which is what I did. I sat my butt in a beach chair and I read for like six hours out in the sun, which was fantastic. Uh -huh. Um but there is not a lot around the hotel. So that's one I will say, if you guys go, you'll need a car 
depending on where you stay. Okay. Um, and rental was- cars are just so expensive in Hawaii right now. Is it Kauai? Is that where you were? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, how I wonder how much they were because we were looking into, you know, going to Yellowstone from Bozeman. They were 500 bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Did you look on Tur? There's an app called Turo where people rent out their car. It's basically like VRBO, but for rental cars. I've never heard of that. T-U-R-O? Uh, T- yes. Yes, T-U-R-O. Okay. And um, we've looked into that. And now I have had people say that the people that own the cars will cancel last minute, which is one of the things that I have not done. One of the reasons we have not used it yet. Uh-huh. But um, I've had other people tell me they've had great experiences with it. I've even thought about doing it with my car at the Oakland airport. Ooh, that would be a good way to make money, you know, while you're flying. That's cool. Yeah. If someone wants to drive my 11-year-old car <laughs> <laughs> that has a car seat in the back. Yeah. So what? Um, where do you like to fly on the plane? Up front or in the middle or in the back? Do you have a favorite position? Um, not really. I'm not really wild about flying the middle seat because of, um, I just don't feel like I have my own mm-hmm. space. Yeah. And I'm someone that gets really hangry. So if I don't eat, <laughs> I get very mad. So at least when I'm A or B, I feel like I can control when I eat yeah. and I can watch my blood sugar where, um, so no, I don't really care. You can do it. a front with the PAs and stuff. You do that. <laughs> I always have. Oh my gosh. I'm, I, you know what's so funny is I'm only a middle flyer now. <laughs> Are you? Yes. I, I don't know why. It's really weird how over the years it's changed for me, my favorite. I used to only like to fly in the back. I was deathly scared to fly up front <laughs> and do the PAs. Um, but after having kids, I guess about, it took me eight years. I finally started flying up there. I kind of got over the PA, you know, fear or whatever, um, which is crazy. It's so silly. But, um, I mean, I would do it, you know, but, and then now, and then I would do any position for commutable, but now it's just, I don't know why I like the middle, which is so odd, but. <laughs> I just, you know, there. I just do what I can do. I don't have as much flexibility as a lot of other flight attendants yeah. do. So I just do what I have to do. Yeah. I hear you. Well, um, this has been so much fun. Do you have any final closing things we want to talk about? or? Oh, shit. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Allison, are you there? Yes. Okay. I sorry. I started my car and it clicked you over. Oh, um, you're like, I don't have any. Um, well, we I'll have take some of your words of wisdom since you're a more seasoned mother than I am. What did you say? I said, you're a more seasoned mother than I am. Oh shoot. Wait, what did you say before that though? I'll take some of your words of wisdom. Oh, words of wisdom. oh gosh. Well, I will say they used to cry a lot, you know, when I would leave, um, And I would sneak out and stuff like that. Um, But now, like, Luke, he's, like, totally fine with whatever, you know, I do. (laughs) Which is kind of bittersweet, you know, mixed emotions. Um, And Lucy, she has her moments when she's, like, you know, sad and doesn't want me to go. But, I mean, I do think it's definitely has made them be very flexible and, you know, 
have lots of people in their family that love them and take care of them and friends, you know, and all that, which is really cool. And then at the airport, when we were traveling this summer, and when we had time, I would have them look on the TV monitors and look at the signs and, you know, figure out where we were going. And they were, you know, had their little suitcases and their backpacks and they were very independent, you know, and I was so proud of them. I was just like, oh, my babies are like, doing awesome in the airport and, you know, traveling. And so it was really neat. I feel like these ages are kind of easier for traveling. They're almost eight and 10. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that's words of wisdom, but that's just where we're at in life right now. You know? Well, I appreciate you saying that, you know, Luke was one way and now he's another because that's definitely something Andrew is. I mean, he's always kind of cried when I left. He cried at preschool for two straight years of me dropping him off. And I don't know if it's like in his head because when mommy leaves, mommy's not just going down the street. You know, when I leave, I'm going and I'm getting on an airplane and I'm going somewhere. So I'm not sure if that's what it is, but I really hope that he grows out of it because one of my big intentions in raising him has been to be independent Mm -hmm. because my parents raised me to be fairly independent. And so Mm -hmm. I I just hope that for him and I want him to be a good traveler. We've had, and I don't, because of COVID, we didn't travel as much as I would have liked on an airplane. And so sometimes it's good. And sometimes it's not like Colorado. I was ready to throw him in an overhead bin. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was scared to take Luke on the plane and I finally did at two and a half. And I remember on landing, he was like screaming at the top of his lungs. And I was like, ah, you know, like inside, I was like dying inside, but yeah, I mean, they do come a long way, for sure. It doesn't feel like it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but well, it's gradual for us to see it. <laughs> yes. Uh oh, I think I lost Kate. Woman. Lose me. Yes. Sorry. Did you lose me? Are you driving? I did. Are you driving? I am. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. What did you say? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like I have pregnancy brain. Here we are five and a half oh, years God. later. Yes, yes. Oh, it was so fun catching up. And we will definitely have to try to see each other when we're in the area, you know, or make a plan. I definitely want to go to the reunion. I guess that's like four more years from now. 25? But- no. Oh, is it the 25th or the 20th? No, tw- sorry, oh, no. the 20th. Because we'll hit 18 in January, right? I think 17, but I could be wrong. I thought we were completing our 17th year this year. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't know. I can't keep up. <laughs> I know. Are you going to try to go to the 20th reunion? Uh, I mean, depending on what time of year it is and what I've got going on. But yes, I would like to go. I wanted to go to the 10, but I was pregnant. I was newly pregnant with Andrew and I was vomiting everywhere. Aww. So I didn't think that that would yeah. be a good thing to do. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So yeah, we'll have to do the 20th for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll tell Chad hi and it was great to catch up. I will. And tell your boyfriend I said hi. I need to meet him. Absolutely. <laughs> And Andrew, too. All right. Well, have a great day. Thanks, Kate.
Thank you, Allison. Talk to you soon. Okay. All right, bye.